How do you expect to get more qualified leads if you haven't even defined what that means for you and your company? Hey, if you don't know me, I'm Spencer Powell. I'm the CEO over at Builder Funnel, and our marketing agency has helped our remodeling and custom home clients generate over $150 million in project sales. This podcast, Builder Funnel Radio, is where we share what's worked for us and for our clients so that you can use it for yourself. We always appreciate if you hit subscribe or share this with a friend or a colleague if it helped or you got any value from it. All right, welcome back. And diving into today, I had something kind of funny pop up a couple of weeks ago, and it was part of a conversation with a remodeler, and they did a lot of work out in the Hamptons. So super high-end area, and you never know what you're going to get with you know, homeowners with prospects. And this woman didn't know about anything about remodeling budgets, which makes sense. Most homeowners don't, right? They have, you know, something in their head that they got from a TV show, or they just made it up, or they talked to a friend that remodeled 10 years ago, or whatever it is. And so they're coming in with something, and it's probably wrong, um, but it's all over the board. And this was a new one. She just basically thought there wasn't like a a budget for remodeling. She just kind of thought it was like, it's 500,000 per room to remodel. And that was just like the requirement came from a super wealthy situation. I think there was a, a divorce or something going on, but she ended up with, you know, a ton of money or something. And for whatever reason, she just thought that was kind of just a flat fee per remodel per room. So Anyway, that was a new one on me. Thought it was pretty funny. It also goes to show you that there's a lot of education to be done for homeowners, for people looking to remodel or build custom homes. And there's a big need for basically being able to deliver really high quality information and and help bridge the gap from, again, just you know, TV shows that aren't realistic or friends and family that tell somebody something that's totally false about how the process works, how the budgeting process works, any of that sort of thing. So just wanted to share that with you as we get into today's main topic of the day, which is how to get more qualified remodeling leads. And it was last week we talked about, I think it was the guy that said, you know, hey, if you can just put a qualified lead on my desk every day, you know, I close nine out of 10. Um, And so I just kept thinking about that topic of, you know, qualified leads and how do we get those. And I talk to a lot of remodelers, a, a lot of them, and I'm very fortunate to have the vantage point that I do because I can see and hear from remodelers and custom builders in dozens and dozens of markets across the US and Canada and it gives me an interesting perspective. And I do my best to try to share that perspective here so that you can use it to your advantage. Most of our clients are looking for more qualified leads, not just more raw leads. It's a very common statement that is said almost verbatim. You know, I want more leads, but by I'm really looking for more qualified leads. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that maybe people have tested a lot with things like House or Angie or, you know, buying leads, you know, home advisor, stuff like that. Or maybe that just your marketing is not generating the right type of leads for you. And then the other part is if your past clients and your referral base are actually giving you more of the old 
type of projects that you did. So maybe you have moved your project averages up over the years. Maybe you started at 20 to 30, then you moved to 50, then 70, then 100. And maybe now most of your projects, you don't even start unless they're at 100. Well, if you have a client base that is made up of people that did projects between $20,000 and $80,000, when they refer you somebody, they're probably referring you to similar people with similar budgets. So that being said, unfortunately, I think most remodelers, most builders haven't taken the time to even decide what a qualified lead is. And this is really the critical first step. Before you can even think about how to get more qualified leads, you have to define what a qualified lead is to you. So is that certain locations? You know, do you only work in certain neighborhoods, certain parts of the city, multiple cities and towns? Is it only certain parts of those cities and towns? But really defining, okay, where do we work? Maybe it's only certain household values. Maybe that's a qualifier for you. You say, hey, we only, you know, work on homes that are valued above 750 or above 500 or above a million or whatever that is. Or maybe you only do certain types of projects. Maybe you only do kitchens and baths. You don't touch anything else. What about budget ranges? Maybe you don't, like I said before, maybe you don't do projects under 100,000 now, but defining that budget range. And then maybe it's certain types of people and maybe you have some qualifiers around that. There's lots of different ways that you can define you know, a qualified lead, but you must decide what a qualified lead is to you and to your company. So an example of defining that might be, we only do kitchen plus projects, which would be like a kitchen and a bath or a kitchen and a, the rest of the first floor or additions, the Broadmoor neighborhood in homes valued at at least 1.2 million with target budgets of 200 to 700,000. Like that is a clear definition of a qualified lead. And so then once you've defined that, now we can actually take the steps to figure out how do we attract more of that type of person. But I would encourage you to, if you haven't done this exercise, to just pause pause the podcast right now and think through what is a qualified lead. And if you're driving, then you know don't write anything down, but maybe do a voice memo and just think out loud, what is it? Is it a location? Is it household value? Is it a type of project? What do you say yes to? What do you say no to? Is it budget ranges? What do you not want to go under? What do you not want to go over? I, I talk to plenty of people that say, I don't want to do bigger projects. I don't want to do anything over 200. And that's okay. Defining it for yourself is what's most important. And that gives you the clarity to figure out what is it from a marketing perspective that you need to start working on? So defining what is a qualified lead, step number one, then you can build that strategy to attract more of that type of person. So your strategy for attracting you know, higher end remodels in the 200,000 plus range will be very different than trying to land you know, projects in the 20 to $80,000 project range. That will dictate zip code targeting. It's going to change the messaging. It's going to change potentially which marketing channels you're considering. So for example, you might decide maybe two zip codes is all you want and need to attract 
high-end remodels that you're looking for. Maybe there's two zip codes in your area and you're saying, hey, this is perfect. But if you're targeting smaller projects, you may need to cast a wider net and you might need more volume to hit your sales goals, right? You know, if you're doing a lot of $20,000 projects, you need 10 of those to do the same revenue that that somebody that's just saying, hey, I just want that $200,000 project, right? And so a wider net and more volume may be part of that strategy. And if you want to target only kitchens, versus more of a generalist, your messaging will be different. And so a kitchen specialist maybe has the opportunity to position as better, faster for kitchens, more experienced, they have more projects completed, but the generalist can say, hey, if you're looking to do a couple of projects, you know, kitchen and bath, a whole first floor, like they're better positioned to do that. Uh, The kitchen specialist maybe doesn't have the experience to do the scope of that type of project. And so there's always a position to be had. But again, defining what a qualified lead is to you allows you to then say, okay, what is my strategy around messaging, around zip code targeting, channels that I'm using? So once you've identified your criteria for a qualified lead and built a strategy around how to attract them, then part of your continued effort needs to be saying no to anyone outside that criteria box. This is, I think, one of the kind of hidden components of this that really hurts a lot of companies as they progress and advance and evolve as a company. So again, using the example from before, maybe you've been in business for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and maybe the first decade you did smaller stuff. You know, you started with handyman, then you worked your way up to, you know, bathrooms and kitchens, and you really didn't do anything over $50,000. But then you said, hey, to get to where we want to go as a company, we need to go design build. We need to start targeting a little bit bigger projects. We need to push that average up towards 100,000. So maybe lots of projects were in the $50,000 range, but you're now taking on some that are 100, 125, 150, and you're trying to push that up. Well, you still have 10 years of clientele that know you as the person that did the $20,000 project for them or the $10,000 project for them or whatever it was on that smaller scale. And so they may come back to you with a certain perception of you and say, hey, I have another project. And then you quote them And then they're like, what? You know, our last project was a third of that. Or they will refer you to friends, family, and they've spoken. So that friend or family member has a sense of what that project was. It was a smaller project, you know, and so they've got that same thinking in in their head. And so now you're actually getting a nice referral base of clients that you don't want anymore because you have a perception around your brand and the type of projects that you do. And so what you have to do once you've defined what a qualified lead is, is say no to anyone that's outside that criteria, because then you can start to build your flywheel and your referral base around being able to attract more and more of your ideal customers and projects. And so if you only want large scale projects, but continue to do the small kitchens and baths, all of your example work is small kitchens and baths. And then all of your new clientele will continue to refer the same types of projects. They'll refer more smaller projects. So it becomes this downward spiral that's fighting against you. And so if you want more qualified leads, step one 
define what that actually means. That's super important. Step two, building a strategy around attracting qualified leads. And step three is actually committing to this. And that may actually be the hardest part, saying no to projects and leads outside the criteria box so that you start to build a flywheel of more and more referrals and leads from project types, budgets, and customers that you actually want more of. Hopefully this helped. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. If you had a big takeaway from the conversation today, I'd love to hear what makes a qualified lead for you. You can always send me a note at radio at builderfunnel.com. Just put radio in the subject line. And then if you want a free copy of my book, The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint, just put your mailing address in the body of the email. And again, if the subject line is radio, our team will be able to flag that down super easy and we will ship you out a copy But again, I'd love to hear from you. What makes a qualified lead for your company? And if you had any big takeaways from today's episode, again, radio at builderfunnel.com. I'd love to hear from you. And I'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio.